Hey guys, so your boy over here is still looking for a place to stay starting in September. I know everyone has this struggle and it's not just me, um, but I have always appreciated all of the positivity and the responses that we get. And I was kind of wondering if anyone, you know, could hook me up or, you know, help out, extend the hand or whatnot. It is a challenge and it has been a little bit of a stressful thing. So yeah, um, if you know someone or if you have a place, if you know a friend of a friend, please hit us up. Um, I would be extremely, extremely grateful for it. Um, yeah, love y'all. here we're here that's it it's just me and you manuel make it seem so difficult i know <laughs> he he's always like ooh, 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 and then nothing yes he was like this 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 do this um if you guys don't know um manuel is not here i'm taking over with our lovely co-host jack today co-host it's jack and jay <laughs> like jack and jill Hello. jack and jill exactly <laughs> But Jay and Jack. I like Jay and Jack. Sorry. That's okay. I think actually Jack and Jay does kind of ring. It has a ring like Jack and Jill. Jay and Jack, it's very like, it's very like stuttery. I don't know. That's just my feeling. What are you guys? We are all, we all have our own individual feelings. Yes. But now it's the queens are here. Mm -hmm. It's it's our episode. Exactly. Very interesting. Our time to shine. Yeah. Um, How's life? How are things? Sweaty. Yeah, it's very hot. Very sweaty. I'm, I'm, I right now identify as sweaty. <laughs> my pronouns, my are pronouns are sweaty dripping. and yeah. more sweaty. Canal. It's um, like I enjoy summer and I do enjoy sweating, and I know I'm gonna regret feeling annoyed about sweating in like a couple weeks when, For it, gets sure, cold. when it gets cold. Yeah, one hundred percent. Why? Why? One hundred percent. And like. I keep going from my house to the office and it seems like nothing is working and I go outside and... You need fans. I'm just like, I mean, like, look, to each their own, I'm a person who respects different countries and their ways of living, but y'all don't know what AC is here. And and I, I, I get it for the winter times. I totally do. I'm also just not a fan of AC in Why? general. Even in Australia, I didn't like AC. I prefer a fan. Why? Because I, mean, I don't, I don't like yeah. cold air. I like moving air. Interesting. Moving hot air. A vibe. There was a short period of time where I hated all breezes, but that was just in the winter. I think it was like... You just like it to spring. be cold without... Well, that makes sense. I mean, you don't want extra cold. Yeah. He's like a breeze. I don't know. My friends really hold it against me. They're always like, oh, so you like this breeze? I'm like, yeah, but it was <laughs> cold then. It makes more sense. <laughs> all right. So today's topic is kind of about being queer in Berlin and... Yes, we are just two um, cisgendered males right now, <laughs> gay males. Uh, we actually did want to um, <laughs> get uh, a girl on the show um, or someone who um, goes by the, um, different pronouns. But we'll do that for part two. Exactly. For part two. Um, right now, it's gay just- men don't take up enough space. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Especially just, in Berlin. It's just Jack and Jay today. Um, so yeah, do you feel that Berlin is a good place for queer people? I definitely, I mean, I feel like we need to have like a disclosure or whatever, a disclaimer that like 
my gay experience and your gay experience are obviously not everyone's gay experience. Of course, yes. And yes. or like queer experience. Yes. And because I really love it here, but I'm sure it's hard for some people. For sure. But and it is hard for sure. But Berlin is a really fun place to live as a gay man. It is. Sure. It is. It is a city, not necessarily designed for gay men, but it is definitely... We do our best. Yes. <laughs> and they have a very strong history of just being a safe space for um, gay men um, for years, years and years. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to the club culture as well definitely. here. Um, that is literally defined pretty much. <laughs> there is. I like, I always think that if I go to, like, it's very self-centered, I suppose, but I always think that the club culture that I experience is the Berlin club culture. But then you, like, randomly go somewhere else or you meet a new group of people and they have an completely different club culture <laughs> in Berlin. I'm like, but what? Those parties don't exist. How many club cultures do you think there is? There is so many. So yeah. many. It's wild. Like, it's, yeah. There's just a lot of different scenes in Berlin. Mm. And like partying as like a huge umbrella term for all of them. <laughs> like a can very, be very huge different. umbrella term. A very huge umbrella term, mm -hmm. for sure. It's very interesting. And did you come to Berlin like already out? No. So I didn't, I lived in London first and then I moved to Berlin and I lived here for years mm -hmm. before I, before I came out. It was like, I suppose a long journey, but it felt very quick. Yeah. Once it happened, I was like, boom. Yeah. And then it, it was, was pretty good. easy at that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I mean, looking back, it's like, there were so many signs. What's like, your rereading the signs? Were you like, in obviously. A glass closet or like, was it? I like now when I look back and I think about it, it's really weird how little I was in touch with myself. Like, it's yeah. quite shocking that someone can just like, not really experience themselves for sure to the amount that I was not doing it. And for then sure. once I, I think partying definitely helped mm -hmm. and the bow and seeing the Berlin scene with my straight Australian friends, yeah. actually like some Australian friends moved here. They were really into going out. I didn't enjoy going out because my experiences in London were like not great. I mean, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I don't really want to like, get really drunk and messy in a club. For sure. And then, for sure. I don't know, I wasn't into it. So I, and I assumed that was the party scene in Berlin. Oh, little for did years. you know. Little did I know. It was, it's very interesting. Like, it's just wild how it's different, how different mm. it is. But once I started going out with them and then I like was dipping my toes into these like queer gay spaces and feeling much more at home there mm -hmm. than I had Mm -hmm. in the very straight club culture of London that I'd experienced, mm -hmm. basically. And then once once it happened, I was just like, okay, yeah, this is what I want. But like, was there like a certain time or like a certain experience that like made you feel comfortable like exploring that side of yourself here in Berlin? I think it was, I don't know. I think looking back when I, I got to try and think what happened. It was like, I felt, there's obviously like a very stereotypical gay man. Yeah. That in Australia and in London, I don't know. And that's the kind of this like 
this a very like the very yeah stereotyped gay man mm-hmm. that at the time I didn't feel like I connected with. Okay. And now, like, it's lots of just like internalized homophobia for sure, sure. one hundred percent, of course. And when you step into the spaces in Berlin, and that is not the like the main gay man that you see, mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, I do actually connect w- with this. It is loaded with internalized homophobia, like one hundred percent. The journey to be, from being straight to gay, so much homophobia, um, but. Once I experienced that and I allowed, I then like was feeling more comfortable in myself. I was like, I don't even know if I was 23 or if I was 24. Mm-hmm. I think I was 23 turning 24. And then, yeah, it all just kind of happened. I went on holiday. I started hanging out with guys. And then I came back and I was like, so I'm into men now. <laughs> yeah, I think Berlin, you made a good point about like, the whole idea of what a stereotypical gay is, Berlin really defies, I mean, all boundaries of stereotypes in all senses of things. Mm. But we're talking specifically in the gay community. I mean, you have a lot of just different types of different types of people here, which I think yeah. makes it easier possibly to find yourself in someone else. Yeah. You know, like a lot of times, um, maybe like, I can imagine, like, sometimes if you see someone, like, on TV, or I'm just not like that, then I must not be gay or whatnot. Yeah. And you come to a city like this, where it's like, you have mask people, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, because I don't really like that word necessarily, but you have, like, bush people, you have people who go to the gym, you have people who dance, you have people who vogue, people who go to balls, people who do different types of things, you know, hmm. um, and they identify still as gay so you 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 see in all these different ways like yeah you just really see how like narrow that original stereotype is and yes. how damaging it can be yes because it is presented as like in pop culture and things like that like one of my favorite shows growing up was Will and Grace mm-hmm. 100% <laughs> it's amazing i love it it's also slightly problematic. Like there's like just so many ways in which you internalize this at an this uh expression of being gay that mm-hmm. you might not feel comfortable with at the time. For sure. That then leads to years of closeted yeah, life. <laughs> for sure, for sure. It's so interesting, um at, like hearing your perspective, because I'm coming to Berlin already out and about. I've been out since I was 13. So it's like, I mean, granted, it was a little bit of a rocky thing. I, still, I, it's very impressive. I'm always impressed when people knew who they were at 13. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, it's just so crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, apparently it's getting younger and younger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is so great. Like, it yeah. must just be so nice. Like, I definitely feel like there are elements mm-hmm. that this like, where people romanticize this like trauma mm-hmm. of being of the coming out and having yeah. to struggle a little bit. And that does definitely like bond you, like definitely re- realizing that you're a part of this community. For sure. This like, obviously there are so many communities yeah. within this community and there are gay men that don't party. There are gay men that don't sleep yeah. around. Like there's the gay men who go against even the stereotypes that we are saying like, aren't even stereotypes yes, for exactly. gay men, you know? Exactly. It's just like, Everyone can be gay. Yes. <laughs> Everyone can be gay. Every, like everyone is gay. There's a great, I think it's like a pro-gay advertisement in Ghana. Yeah. 
where it's just like your doctor could be gay your, <laughs> your taxi driver could be gay everyone could be you never know yeah i think everyone is gay until proven guilty <laughs> basically now that i'm gay if i see two men walking in the street oh but yeah and it's just like statistically probably not, but gay. but gay. I just don't think two straight men hang out. Yeah. I don't know. There's like this vine of like um, these two dudes who are sitting in a hot tub but five feet apart because they're not gay. It's like this whole cool thing. I'm going to find it. If, Manuel, if five you can feet, edit this five in, feet, that's it is a very, very hilarious. A vine. Thing. Yes. A vine. A vine. Okay. A, not a TikTok. It's an OG vine. Wow. Okay, so now my next question or topic is more about the events or things that you can do here as a gay man. Um, some of them will be G-rated. Some of them will be R-rated. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's definitely the whole spectrum of things that you can do, mm-hmm. for sure. There are, and as I said, like, there's so many different scenes. Yeah. Even within the queer scene and mm-hmm. even within the gay scene. And so you'll definitely... You just have to kind of find where you feel comfortable. Exactly. And it might change. It will grow over time. But there are these spaces that are doing their best to be designed for not like as many people as possible, but for like the specific group that maybe doesn't feel represented in other spaces. For sure. So there's lots of gay, queer, trans events Mm -hmm. that you can go to around Berlin. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think for me, because I found lots of this scene through partying, a lot of it is connected to that. Yeah. But that really doesn't have to be the case. It doesn't. Um, I'm the same exact way most of my narratives are through the partying scene. But I know there's other things out there. Um, Apparently. Okay. So I can't pronounce this. Ah, Ziegazoyla. Yeah. Ziegazoyla. It's not, oh, we are queer Berlin. So yeah, it's yeah. Queer. See, like I didn't even know about this. Like, yes, okay. So zigazola.de, um, I'll make Manuel put into the show notes, um, is a website that you can go on to where you can find queer events going on in the city. And you can go, like it ranges from just like mixed events, like just like, Basically, they have gay speed dating. They have um, STD, HIV testing um, to culture events, I guess, where you can go see musicals and dance shows all the way to um, festivals that are going on into the city, bars that are happening, clubs that have events, even sex things that are happening um, today. Um Honestly, also, if you just type in gay events Berlin on Google, you'll like always find something. Also in Telegram groups. Yeah. every A lot of things that were once like Facebook events or mm-hmm. Facebook communities have shifted to Telegram, Telegram which is kind of great. And they're very open and you can How do you get, into get little updates. Telegram groups? I think you literally just search. You can search on Telegram? You can search. Telegram is amazing. I, I okay. I, I only use it to talk to you and Manuel I and my father. <laughs> converted everyone, or like me and a friend, we doubled down on Telegram like five or six years ago. It's so amazing. It's Better than the WhatsApp? best app. Like WhatsApp is so sad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And Telegram is not. I'm sure there are also reasons why people have problems with Telegram. 
I'm sure. He's not one of them. I'm not here for those. <laughs> I'm here for like the amazing feature set and the ability. You just like search literally anything. Yeah. I mean, t- to be fair, I got tickets. Okay, so one of this that's coming up. Um, I don't know when this video will be published, but it's called The Whole Festival, which is a queer festival. I literally, it's so- sold out. It is sold out. You cannot buy tickets, but I am in a Telegram group in which they... To, they um, presented a link with extra tickets. So, yeah, I will actually say a telegram is actually yeah. a pretty useful um, feature. Very useful. The one, like, I'm looking at one now, Berlin Queer, oh, Queer Berlin Nightlife Guide. I was looking at the wrong one. But, yeah, and it's all there, and they post, like, weekly updates about things that are happening in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And also, one thing I will say, one of the benefits, I think, of being gay in Berlin is a lot of times gay men do come here by themselves mm-hmm. to find just a environmental community. So it is pretty easy, at least in my perspective, to make friends. Yeah. Um, like at a club or a party or these events or whatnot, you get talking. Of course, you know, like with anybody is hit or miss, or you actually say friends. But I have found that the community here has been more or less, more on the more side, um, friendly and pretty open. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's also been my experience. I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's so hard because it, it does feel like these wild generalizations. Yes, yes. <laughs> but And like talking about, like I've been to other cities and experienced like very small little taste of mm-hmm. other gay communities in different cities. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like Berlin is definitely the one that I've clicked with the best. Yeah. I agree. I I was in Austin before this. And Austin has a really strong gay community as well. But sometimes the gay community, um, especially like in LA or whatnot, just seems so stuck up sometimes yeah. and so full of themselves. Yeah. So it's nice to come to a place where a lot of, uh, you really do feel like you can be yourself yeah. and still find your community and still find your group of friends and stuff here. I feel like there's a lot of cities and this is also, this is how I felt also about Berlin before I'm like when I was closeted. It's the fitting in in Berlin isn't based on wealth. Yeah. Yes. Which is so different to a lot of cities. Yes. And so much. And I think that while there's a lot of like exclusive places in Berlin, those exclusive places aren't exclusive based on who How has money, money and who doesn't have money. Burkine is a great example. Exactly. Like everyone is kind of in the same area. Sure, there's like, you know, if you know someone, you might mm-hmm. queue in a different queue, but you still queue, you still, you're all part in the same place. Exactly. It's very flat in terms of like, money hierarchy and everyone I felt like when I lived in London like my experience there was that we were poor Mm -hmm. we weren't poor poor obviously like we all (laughs) had jobs but when you go out people want to spend a lot of money and I'm like guys we all don't have money like we don't have to pretend like we need to buy a bottle or some Mm -hmm. lame thing like that like yeah and that kind of culture isn't really here yeah which I appreciated so much when I started going out and that, and that allowed me to like really, yeah, find myself. Exactly. I 100% agree. If anything, I think with the whole money thing allowed me to find my own way of, of valuing myself, you know, um, with not, if not money. I mean, I, I think we all find ways to value ourselves and we all find ways to find worth. And my definition of that is more of who feels the most 
themselves. Mm. You know, and that's one thing I've taken from this. Like I've seen a lot of people, you know, might not have a lot of money, but I see they are in themselves. Mm. You know, they Definitely. know themselves yeah. fully. And this city allows you to do that because no one gives a fuck about you. No. But in the best way ever. Yeah. You know, you can do whatever you want. Like I was on the tram today and this girl, she can do it. I was annoyed by it, but she was just like like dancing and like doing these weird, making these weird sounds or whatnot. I don't know where she was going, but it was, she was definitely a Berlin. She was going somewhere. She was going somewhere. And I was like, you know what? Kudos to you. I'm annoyed, but you can do whatever you want. You to can do. be annoyed. And yeah. You can and, be annoyed and she can do what she wants. Yes, and, and you she can was exist. Doing, yeah. yeah. And I had so much respect for her because she did not give two fucks about me sitting right next to her, you know? And I think that's a really cool thing um, also about being in the city. So if you are a questioning person or someone who's just not full of themselves just yet, Berlin will, I think, get you there. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah, it can definitely. Like, I think what helped me, I think, a lot also when I moved to Berlin was having, like, some sort of structure outside yeah. of partying all the time. Yes. You know, like, that having helps. a job or something. Because yes. I think that, especially as a queer person, and because a lot of queer culture is so tied up in partying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we said, there is others. We just haven't spoken about them <laughs> and don't know about them. But... Uh, you can really go down like a rabbit hole and it can really eat you up. Yes. And so if you do come to Berlin and you want to like live your best queer life as a Berlin party person, I would say definitely try to have some sort of structure outside of these spaces sure. because you exactly. won't last very long. Like in just yeah. physically, you won't last long. Mentally, you won't last long. You can, these a lot of friends that you meet out might just be party friends, which is also okay. Like party yeah. friends, it's a type of friend that exists and it's great. Mm-hmm. But try making sure that you like are able to find people who will ground you. Who ground you and are there, even they're there in the party, they're there not in the party mm-hmm. is really important. Yeah. And I think having some, for me, that is what I think helped me the most and allowed me to like live here for as long as for I've sure. lived. For sure. for sure. Now, going with the party scenes and whatnot, how is the party scene? Where can you go to the party? I think, I mean, all of the all of the best parties, <laughs> I think they're not secret. What I think shocked me the most during lockdown, like when the whole mm. COVID thing happened, was that like a lot of cities that didn't have like before lockdown, they didn't have, weren't known for like these amazing parties. Yeah. But they did have like quite a strong, which forced them to have like quite a strong underground culture. For sure. Berlin underground culture is Is the culture. It's like there (laughs) there is not really such a strong, well, my experience has been that there isn't such a strong culture of like illegal parties. Yeah. Because the city was and like less and less, but still the, you know, there's like a club commission and stuff like that. Like they're trying to maintain certain spaces within the center. But like there were, there's just so many official places that you could have amazing parties that there didn't really need to be, you didn't really need to set up some, you know, ad hoc space somewhere. Sure. And that meant that when we have a lockdown, it took so like, or there was not this underground, like this, you know, you can, natural yeah. reflex to have these illegal spaces. Yeah like there were in cities like Paris or mm-hmm. in London, which like already had these kind of mechanisms in place. Mm-hmm. And so that was um, really eye-opening that like the underground scene here in Berlin is the scene that you see <laughs> in Ziegazola, you know, like all yeah. in these queer groups, like 
if you come to Berlin, it is very accessible. Very. You will find the parties you want to find. Exactly. You know, like I think there's not, I wouldn't name any like party specifically that is where you should definitely go because yeah. it's so broad and it there's is. so many and there, there, there will be one tailored for what you're looking for basically, mm-hmm. whether it's, yeah, lesbian, queer, trans, gay, all of them at once. Yes. And most of them, like, even like Burkhine is not necessarily what you can call a gay club, mm. but like, they're all like, at, at least 50-50. Yeah, definitely. At I least, mean, yeah. I think it's, while the clubs might not be gay, I feel like they're all very safe spaces. Yes regardless like stuff does happen and you definitely hear about scary situations like it is nightlife it is people are living their best life and (laughs) sometimes that can go too far Mm -hmm. so you definitely do have to be more secure but like speaking to a lot of my female friends or female identifying friends like they feel the stark difference between going out in other cities Mm -hmm. and going out in Berlin much more than we would or like I do for example because you know I didn't feel unsafe in London but and so it's not like a question of feeling safe really Mm -hmm. for me but for them they're like no here like it is so different in these spaces you feel much safer and when there are these scares or or kind of I don't know things have been blowing up online about spiking Mm -hmm. and stuff like that recently that really impacts their ability to mm-hmm. experience these spaces because they're like, no, this was where we yeah. felt safe. They really were like a safe space. Yeah. And so, yeah, while they're not specifically gay, they are safer. For safe. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For sure. That That is a good point. Um, so my next topic is, I guess, obviously for all the gays, is the sex culture here as well. How is that culture here in Berlin? I mean... You can have it as much as you want, yeah. basically. Basically as much as you want. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like are you kidding? But this is also that. something like the gay culture. I feel like my experiences in other cities is like gay culture is known for being very superficial. I think mm-hmm. like stereotypically and like men, I feel like we get away with a lot of stuff yeah. being gay men because we are superficial like, to other men. Yeah. You know, it's like we keep it all in, internal. Like yes. we're horrible people to ourselves. 100. Oh, we could talk all it's, about that. And it's like wildly problematic. <laughs> yes. But I do think that's also a shift where in Berlin, like people's like different bodies are celebrated in, uh, more here than mm-hmm. they are in other places where yeah. it's like a very defined, clean cut type situation. I agree. I agree. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Grindr works here too and you can <laughs> really have sex, as much sex as you want to have mm-hmm. if you're available. Yeah. For uh, sure. Yes. I think, but yeah, I, yeah, I think it probably depends and there's people who prefer to have sex through like the apps or you mm-hmm. can also go to, there's lots of sex parties. Also for straight people like Kit and stuff like that, like they have there's like a huge gay or like a straight mm-hmm. sex club scene here. So is Berlin is a very sex positive um, place. And I think that's really healthy because yeah. it kind of eradicates, not eradicates, but it um, lessens the idea of the taboo aspect of things. Yeah. You know, um, and you still, of course, like I said, not always, but most times you have these safe spaces where you can mm. feel comfortable, yeah. you know, portraying these things. Of course, things happen, of yeah. course, always, no matter what. But I think it is easy 
to have that. But it's also easy to get caught up into that too. So yeah. for anybody, make sure if you're having fun, make sure you get tested. Make sure yeah. you are communicating with your partners or your statuses. Um, there's a lot of clinics here that do free, not free, but they do um, HIV, STD, STI testing. Um, I can recommend um, a place called Monometer. Um that place um, is really good. It's spelled M-A-N-N-O-Meter. And then for um, doctors, there's a lot of like, I think, um, queer identifying doctors. Yeah, you can which I would to. say like a pro tip for anyone mm-hmm. living in Berlin and wants to have like a more regular doctor. Yes. Find a gay doctor. Find, yeah. find a gay doctor they because understand. straight doctors are problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and just... Oh, Horrible, and you obviously there are nice anything. straight doctors. Sure, I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know anyone who goes to them. <laughs> we don't know her. <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> the stories that particularly women have when they go to doctors. Being a gay man in Berlin, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Finding a gay doctor, fine, fine, fine. Being a woman, even in gay doctors, you'll you can still have Worst wild. Thing. Like these, the conversations that I hear that they have with these doctors and just like, it's still, yeah, it's just very yes. weird. And the German like healthcare system, stuff like that is also just like archaic. Great in certain ways, archaic in other ways. Yeah. And so, but I would say in general, good rule of thumb, find a gay doctor, <laughs> register with them. And that way, it's also handy. Like, I mean, we've literally just lived through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. The gay doctors were the best at that. Yeah. <laughs> also, the like the whole situation with uh, monkeypox at yeah. the moment, like having a like regular gay doctor, also great. Yes, I went to. Um, um, there's a doctor. It's the Praxis Goldstein. Mm. Goldstein. I don't know how you pronounce that, but um, like when it comes to like let's say monkeypox, for example, um, they were some of the first doctors to really understand like I was hearing stories like one of my friends he went to just like his own doctor and they wouldn't even help him they were kind of like spray like go away mm. but this other doctor because obviously it started yeah. in th- this community um, was a lot more understanding a lot more compassionate yeah. a lot more knowledgeable about the situation stuff like that so yeah I also think that one of the benefits of being gay and having this open like the open dialogue and this like very sex positive culture in Berlin is I found that the openness that people discuss mm-hmm. things like STIs and getting checked is much greater here than it is in other spaces. Yes. And from the discussions I've had with friends who live in other cities, mm-hmm. like gay men who live in other cities, it's also not like that there. Mm-hmm. You know, like if there's a lot more shame around testing positive mm-hmm. for something, there's... Hold on. Is it out there or in here? It's in here. It's in here. But like, can you hear it on the mic? I mean, I can hear it in my ears. I can hear it in my ears as well. <laughs> it's the gay god. He's censoring us. What? <laughs> what did we do? What did we do? I didn't do anything. There's a ringing. Do we keep going or like? I mean, if we can hear it in our ears, it means it's on the recording, no? I think. What if I? Oh. Ah. That was hard. 
Manuel, like, what is his job? He does nothing. (laughs) (laughs) My (laughs) voice. Like, it's just, they make these machines purposefully (laughs) opaque. Manuel, you don't have a job. So the people on the outside (laughs) think, like, that must be hard. And then... Once you actually sit down and use it, you're like, oh. I'm, I'm taking over your job now, bro. You, <laughs> technology is it's killing all of our jobs. Really, 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 really. You've been exposed, Manuel. Um, hey, Manuel. Yeah, we had a little issue. But we, um, we, fi- we fixed it. We fixed it we together fixed equally. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's gay power. <laughs> Such a um, gay hand. <laughs> okay. So, do you remember what you were talking about? Hmm. I literally <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about, even as I say. It. I don't know. So, like, I don't know what we were talking about. I know we were talking about. Do- oh no! Okay. No, no, no. You were talking about um, the fact that, like, the whole conversation about STDs and STIs is a lot. Like, yeah. it has it. We have it more here. And me, and I feel like from the discussions I've had with like posit- like people who are maybe HIV positive or something like that, is that they feel much more comfortable disclosing their status here than they feel like. Mm-hmm. in other cities yes and i think that's very important like i feel like this lot huge steps that we've made or like we collectively have made mm-hmm. with like prep and things like that mean that like one of the biggest hurdles when you do test positive to something like this is the crazy social stigma yes that like is just still very present and like mm-hmm. when you speak to straight people Straight identifying people, they don't know about PrEP. No, they, they don't. don't know. Like even straight doctors here, they're like, what's PrEP? I'm like, what? You're a you doctor. Should, you what are you talking this. about? What is PrEP? Like, yeah. it's kind of wild. Yes. The, yeah, the different levels of knowledge that straight it's people quite have. It's bizarre. Um, there is also another doctor that I can recommend people go to. I'm trying to pull it up super, super fast on my um, computer. But um, if you need, sometimes you might need to, like, if you've been exposed or whatnot um, to a certain STD or CI or, um, yeah, anything like that, you need to go to a doctor the day of. So I have a recommendation. Just bear with me, please. I think there's that manometer. There's also one called Mancheck. Mancheck. Mancheck, which also has like throughout the city different clinics that they set up where you can go and get tested, also vaccinated. Can you pronounce this name? Uh, Praxis Culture Brewery. Brewery? Yeah. I th- is it in Prince Albert? Yes. Culture Brewery. Yeah. Okay. Did not know about that place. That place you can go the day of. And that one's actually A good thing, free. like, lots of the way the German healthcare system is set up is like good doctors fill up. Like yeah. they have a limited number of patients they can see. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to register with one. It is. This a place though was like a walk-in, like ah, like, nice. like day uh, place that okay. you can go to, um, which was Yeah, I don't mean cool. like appointments per day. I mean yeah, people yeah, that actually, they can, yeah. are allowed to go there. It's yeah. so it's, weird. It's hard. And it's, I don't know why. We, I mean, we have a good healthcare system. We have a healthcare system, <laughs> we which have, is good. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Um, so next I want to talk about, which I have zero experience on, but the, oh, I've been on a few dates, but the dating scene, like how is that here in Berlin? I don't know if I'm the best person to speak to about dating. Dating is, it definitely happens. I hear about it. <laughs> it exists. People do it for sure. I, it's like it's like Santa Claus, right? He definitely exists. I'm like, 
I don't know. I the dating scenes the dating scene exists. I think it's not maybe this partying and dating might not be the healthiest scene if you're looking for like a long term situation. I mean, so- I don't know. From it's hard yeah. to give a definitive answer. I don't really date for sure. <laughs> it's I meet people. Sure, <laughs> date is a very <laughs> strong is word. A word, but. The thing is, I don't really know many straight couples. So I don't know if like the very few gay couples that I know is some sort of sign yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if it says something about the gay dating mm-hmm. scene. But I haven't been on a date in a really long time. I don't think, I'm sure there's a gay dating scene. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is over here just living his best life. He's independent. He doesn't need a man. And if you want a man, they're there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they are there. Um, I would say, like, I think I've been on a few dates, but like, I'm not really into the dating scene as well. I'm too much living my greatest life. Yeah, it's, it's all about expectations, somewhere. and I yeah. think that you, for me, or and like, if you go into a situation with certain expectations, you have to make sure that those expectations align with the other yes. person. Otherwise, you're maybe not get hurt, but you're going to be disappointed. Yes. And so I think just one of the great things about being gay, I think, Mm -hmm. and in gay relationships or situations is because we don't haven't or haven't had like historically like a, like a route that you must take in terms of like dating, getting married, all that stuff. We've had to like come up without what works best for our, each personal individual situation. And so that's and so you communicate a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like you feel, I don't know. I feel like that forced gay people to communicate better. Mm-hmm. Also, we also suck at it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. We we communicate in the ways we probably should communicate, yeah. but then not in the ways yeah. that we have our of, own set of problems. I think. Yeah, there's also just like the whole the and, and stereotyping straight relationships in which it's like, oh, the women like don't you know like men don't know that women shit or yeah. fart and you're like what and gay men can't really do that yeah you <laughs> don't have like <laughs> the luxury of being shy about yeah. bodily functions yes of the ignorance you know yeah we you can't be ignorant because we are both experiencing it. yes which, I, it's which so, is really nice it, it sometimes helps you know um i I know there is a dating scene. I mean, like obviously, if you go on the apps, you yeah. can't like 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 find it. Um, but it really does depend on the person. the The people that I've seen who are in couples, though, a lot of like a lot of them, and maybe this is a gay thing, but something I found ninety nine percent of the couples that I have met, gay couples I have met here in Berlin, are always in an open relationship. Yeah, and that's the thing that I think yeah. some gay men that I've met struggle with, mm-hmm. some don't, and because if I mean, personally, I just think that it feels quite archaic being in a close relationship. But if that's what you're into, find someone else who's into that. Yeah. That's and then it will work out. I just don't think Berlin is going to be Berlin very hard is going to be a really rough, rough ride. I think. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they exist. As I said, yeah. like I don't want to <laughs> say that they don't. But yeah, I don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not in one. But I yeah. Open relationships, it's just like a much more modern way to feel about mm-hmm. relationships. You have to think about like what 
do you want from a relationship emotionally, sexually, yeah, physically, and, all these different ways? Yeah. And, and I would say yeah. that since our, our main demographic are people who are new here, um, don't come here looking to date. Um, yeah. I mean, I think if you're constantly on the prowl, I think in general, if you're constantly on the prowl for that, it's not going to work. You're never, it, I've, I've you just heard have to everybody. be like, you just, if you find, if you feel comfortable, find spaces you're comfortable in, you'll meet other people who feel comfortable there. Yeah. And then maybe you'll be in an open relationship later. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's no, no promises. And I think it's all just about expectation. For sure. Making sure that your expectations align with the situation and the, mm-hmm. or at least with the other person. Yeah. And that's definitely something that I think should be like discussed more about, you know, communication is very important. I think when you come to Berlin, everyone's like, and that's why I'm like, I kind of recommend, you know, maybe take a step back because there's so much you can do here in Berlin mm. and you're meeting new people all the time, yeah. all the time, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like... I just recommend just don't get yourself pigeonholed into a situation and then you lose out on these other opportunities that, that you can. Um, and then also, I just have a, just a rule for myself that if ever I am crushing on a guy or I like somebody or whatnot, always give it three months. Wow. <laughs> uh, three months is a long time. <laughs> it is a long time, but always in three months, I've even like if I've crushed on a guy or whatnot, by three months, you know if you like that person or not. And I would say 99% of the time, I lose always attraction. For yeah. Me. Always do. Two weeks. No, it depends. But it's also, yeah. I think the thing is, it's like why you can also, people often ask themselves, like, or ask just in general, like, why is the Berlin scene? Why is the gay scene yeah. so like this? And it probably does have a lot to do with trauma. Yeah. <laughs> which is, <laughs> which we romanticize. And then, we but really it's like, so you just everyone needs to work on themselves a bit yeah and while there is a lot of like talk about self like working on themselves mm-hmm. within the queer community like especially within the queer community mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't always happen yeah people like get hurt yeah unfortunately but i will say there's one pro that like because i i love to talk to these open relationship people i'm very curious about them especially if i'm in the club you know? um, so like I've like asked I'm like like what like why don't you guys if you guys are just oblation like why why do you guys date why can't you just be friends or whatnot but they mentioned to me that it's a good point is that there's always this emotional aspect mm. of things that you don't really get if you're just doing hookups or yeah. you're just meeting people yeah. at clubs and whatnot and you know that's something that you know that takes a lot of time to nurture and stuff like yeah. that so, and the communicating and commu- communicating because if the thing that is really the problem or like what is the lying. Like if someone cheats on someone, it's less about the sexual act. It's more about the yeah. the lying, yeah. the keeping a secret from the yes. other person and this person that you trust. And so if you're both open, like being open forces you to be more open commun- like yeah, and communicate exactly how you feel, what's happening. And I think that the couples that I know that have been together the longest are all open and do all communicate. And that doesn't mean it's they're not constantly happy, sure. but they're all no one is. But like they still talk to each other about stuff. And if you think, yeah, they're just telling each other mm-hmm. what they're doing and talking to each other about, oh, I'm gonna go meet this other guy, mm-hmm. la la, hook up, 
how do you feel about that? They say, I don't feel comfortable with that right now. You know, like, yeah, it's just important to talk about it. I mm. think it's like you really realize when you are living in a space where sex is so available, mm. how little it can mean. Yeah. Really. In terms yeah. of like emotionally. Yes. Like obviously there's sex that when there's also emotion there, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. But if you aren't in the mood for that, you're just in the mood for sex, <laughs> you can also do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and disconnecting these, being able to disconnect these things can have positive side effects, mm-hmm. can have negative side effects, for sure. It all depends. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Berlin is a good place. It, it can be a good place. I don't know if it will be a place where I would settle down. Mm-hmm. Like with a person or whatnot, like. But I think it's definitely like I think like a um, like settle down in terms of like if you would live here for a long time or if you would date someone here. Date more on the dating, marrying, like oh, yeah. like like that type of pathway or whatnot. Because um, I think I don't know Berlin still has like a certain atmosphere, certain culture. Granted, I am a single twenty-four-year-old man, so this exactly. <laughs> and you've been here for literally five seconds. <laughs> So <laughs> exactly, we're actually making four months tomorrow. Wow, it hasn't even been four months. That's a crazy thing. That's wild. That's, <laughs> That's wild. A crazy thing. Four months, um, guys, because this will be released after is August nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. Um, yeah, so much has happened. Four months. So, so much, much has, has happened. happened. So much. Like, okay, and that's my thing. What a y'all. journey. So ah, because we did the first podcast like Before, the day you yeah. got here, or when? Did no, you? we did the first one with me and you mm. together. That was before I got here. We did the, the biking one was the first one we were oh, together. F- oh yeah. And that was when I was in Texas. And then we wow. did the second one. Honestly, that feels like several lifetimes. Yeah, ago. it does. <laughs> was uh, it cold? I feel like it might have been cold. <laughs> no, it, I think that was like in March. That was like in March. Like that was a little bit right before. My that. brain, whatever season, like if it's hot. I, my brain completely blocks out all cold memories. <laughs> and then as soon as it becomes cold again, you forget I hot have memory. no hot memories. Every, it's always winter. <laughs> and so it's important that we figure out what the, <laughs> we figure out where I don't at. remember. Yes, we're digressing. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, um, it's, yeah, it's been a minute, um, which is a big reason why I'm like, if you are coming here, let yourself have time to just explore and just like, mm let go and th- find yourself because I every day I'm finding different things. Like, like like I was introduced to ballroom culture. I went to Beyonce's Renaissance listening party oh, here. Wow. And I definitely Berlin. didn't find that album early on Telegram. <laughs> I didn't. Really? Okay, you know how I, I found didn't. that out? I found that out because I was literally and this is how it's big but also how small Berlin is. I was literally walking to the grocery store or shop, whatever you want to call it. And I ran into a friend who was literally on his way to the event. And he was like, hey, you want to come? I was like, yeah, I was just going Why to the not? shop. <laughs> I just saw videos from it. It would have been amazing. It was nice. It was a good time. Free drinks. Just a fun crowd. Just a fun crowd, you know. It was like the official one. Yes. It, oh, it, like, wow. It's the one where if you look on um, Sony Music ah. Germany, they released a video for it. I think a friend was voguing there, maybe. Really, really, yeah. Wow. It, 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 it was a it was a nice time. Was Where a, was that? That was um, in Nolandos Platz. Ah, okay, obviously. No, um, That's like the gay area. Yeah, I suppose like is. some very oh, generic areas yeah. in which you can be in Berlin. There's Schöneberg. Yes, Nolendorf Platz. Mm-hmm. These are like the historically gay areas. Yes. Excuse 
historic. Yes. It, okay, <laughs> in terms it, of the it, scene. Those are also the areas where there's predominantly more like the older generation. Yeah. Not, not more younger crowd. Or yeah. Whatnot, so just and like, then basically… Yeah, the younger gay crowd is everywhere. Else. Yes, it is honestly like that, that's the hard part. Like the gays are like like everywhere. there is yes, there's the historic gay areas in Berlin, but Berlin like there is no one gay place. Yeah, there's gay, we really are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, if we're not there, we'll come there, we'll, and then it will be gay. Yeah, then it will be gay period. <laughs> and then period. people get angry, but you yeah. know, not homophobic way. Just like why is yeah. it? Why is everyone so loud now? <laughs> oh, it's because of them. Mm. It's the queers. Um, but like, I do find maybe like Quexburg, Neukölln, like Friedrichshain. That is like a more hip. Gay area mm. They're or just generally the more yeah, like more younger vibe areas. And yeah. then as you get younger and younger, everyone I mean, it feels like everyone born after us is queer or gay at yeah. some level. And these words mean different things d- depending on which Who area you you're yeah, from. That's very true. You know? That's very true. Yeah, there used to be a time thing where like queer and gay were like basically the same word. Yeah, and now it's like they're very. I feel like quite loaded. They're kind of yeah, and honestly, I don't really sometimes do. How do you identify? I identify. I think I identify as gay. Yeah, in some cities, maybe I would count as queer. Yeah, <laughs> I if for me, the idea of being queer feels much more political. Then I feel like I am. For sure. Okay, and so that that's sense. why I don't, like, especially in Berlin, like the queer scene, it, I mean, it just, from my experiences, that, yeah, it has a political element, which I'm not, I don't know, I don't feel as like, um, I don't feel like I do enough stuff. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get but the so, queer yeah, card. <laughs> so I play the gay card. Yeah. But, um Yeah. I intertwine them sometimes, like I, it's all it's all gray. It's it all it's gray. All None gray. of these it's, terms are like yeah. Because like I, all... I mean, because like the queer word is still like re- it's not relatively new, but it's been relatively at least in my experience. It's meaning it's it's yeah. It, it's been like used a lot more than mm. it used to in a more positive light. Yeah, you know, it used to be a very negative yeah. term, but now it's been taken back by the queer community in a more positive fashion. Yeah. Gay was always there for me to like identify as. Yeah. But sometimes like if I'm talking about like if I'm saying I'm going with my friends who not everybody in my friend group is gay, yeah. then then that is a better term to use to queer community. Yeah. Because it's also I'm so like sorry, but I'm not gonna keep saying LGBTQIA plus all the time too. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of words in that. No, queer is um, a good umbrella. Too. Yeah. Um yeah, so I think like queer kind of, and then like sometimes I just do, I feel just queer, you know, like, mm. like, 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 but then like sometimes I just feel gay as well, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, you can be both. You can be both. It's a rainbow. Yeah. You know, you, you choose what you color want. you want. To we be. own the rainbow now. Yes. Um, so the, meeting others, I guess we kind of covered that, but like, how can you be friends with? other gays i have like some of my closest friends where we don't know how we met (laughs) like we have no memory of it it was just like we one day started knowing each other (laughs) you guys just friends and then we're now we're yeah he's one of my closest friends um but i would say that you meet like my experience has been like you just meet one or two people and everyone is then you through those people, oh, it's like a snowball ways. effect, and then you Holy. meet a group. Like I don't, 
my journey wasn't about like, I want to be friends with that group of people. It was like you somehow connect with someone and then you like branch out from there. You meet their friends there, you get on. One of my closest friends we met on when I dated, Mm -hmm. back when I dated, we went on a Tinder date to Barcelona Mm -hmm. where we met at the airport and like, you went on it. It was planned. We planned. Story time. Please. We planned to. <laughs> to it was a girl. I was like in this like middle phase where I was like, I'm bi. Like you know, <laughs> bi people exist yeah. for sure. But for me, it was a journey, and it was. She was riding on Tinder. She's like, oh, my friends are in Barcelona. I want to go to Barcelona. Let's go to Barcelona. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. We booked tickets. Literally two days later, we met at Tegel, uh-huh. the airport in an old airport in Berlin. Spent three days together, continued to kind of hook up a little bit, but then I was like veering much more towards gay <laughs> at the time. And through that meeting, we she then has like completely been consumed by all of my friends. Like, yeah. and that was years and years and years ago now, like over five or six years ago. And so you just you can't plan it, but you will find people if you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with where you are and with yourself and stuff like that. You can't plan it. That's one thing that I realized like when I first got here, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go here, 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 here. And friendships, I mean... You don't know what sticks. Yes. Yeah. And friendships aren't... I don't know. I think the more organic a friendship can be, the the more sustainable a Mm. friendship will be Mm. as well, you know? And also something that I had to realize or get okay with was, um, was this... Um, comfortability, like if I meet somebody, us not hanging out all the time, mm. right then and there. Mm. But for some friendships that take times where you may hang out this one week and you might not see them again for three yeah. more weeks or whatnot, you always have to keep the effort in, put the effort in, of yeah. course. But. I always used to say like the best way to like speed or like bond with someone when I was like, was in London or when I first moved to Berlin, was being hungover with someone. Mm-hmm you somehow mm. bond in a way <laughs> because you don't want to talk. Yeah. You don't want to do anything. You're just feeling like total crap, but you're doing it together. together and yeah. that bonds people like this. Everyone's walls are down because they're just like oh, hungover <laughs> and shivering and life is really hard. But And so that's, I think, why the like queer and the party scene are so intertwined because a lot of people... Uh, in these situations mm-hmm. where they might not be like completely um, inhibited by their yeah. m- like by their insecurities, yeah, and sure. that allows them to meet people for sure. That's very true. Um, another way to meet people is like by living with other gay people yeah. as well, and because you see that person all the time. Um, I don't have that many suggestions on where to find, but I do know there is a queer gay Berlin. Facebook group that yeah. um, I found my last roommate that I was living here with and then my potential roommate that I might live with, um, which I'll check out today, actually, um, for that. So that is my last bit of advice. Um, but f- honestly, if you're just coming here to Berlin or if you are here in Berlin, enjoy the ride. Yeah. Being gay is chaotic. Being it's queer chaotic, is chaotic. But a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It gives you like a very defined community but one also that you can kind of create yourself for sure yeah 10 out of 10 would do it again 